Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Episode 90 is another podcast in the Two Bays Trail Run special that I am doing this week. And it is an interview with Tegan Giel, winner of the 2021 Two Bays Trail Run 56 kilometer female category. Tegan won the race in five hours and 15 minutes. She actually also won the Prom 44K race just six weeks before. In this interview, we discuss her race, her training leading into it, and how her recovery is going. Running is a tough sport, and we runners are a tough bunch. Sometimes too tough, because this sometimes leads us to training through niggles and pains when we would be so much better off if we just got them looked at and sorted out. If you are tired of niggles and aches and pains ruining your enjoyment of running, come in and see the specialists at Health and High Performance, where they will utilise the latest in technology and experience to help you get back to your running best. So head to healthhp.com.au forward slash run to book an appointment and ensure you can run strong and free. You can also find them on Instagram, Health High Performance. Thank you so much for everyone who supports the podcast. I really appreciate it when people take the time out of their day to get onto Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe. If you enjoy this episode, please do go on over and do the same. I have been aiming for 100 reviews by Easter this year, but I don't think I'm going to make it. What should my plan B be? Let me know. At Peak Endurance Coaching, I coach athletes to run any distance on any surface, be it road, track or trail, from beginners to advanced athletes. If you are interested in being a part of this, email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au, so that I can help you with a structured, individualised plan that takes into account your life and your running needs. Enjoy the interview with Tegan. Hi, Tegan, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hi, Izzy. Thanks for having me. No worries. Now, can you just, um, for people who may not have heard of you, although I'd be surprised, can you tell the listeners a bit about yourself, your athletic background, and how you got into running? Sure. I actually started off as a ballerina, so for the first... Yeah, so from about five, the whole way through school, I did ballet and I ended up doing it professionally. So I was at the Aussie Ballet as well. Wow. Um, And then I guess I progressed into running. I kind of didn't have a choice. Growing up, my parents were both runners. My dad was really, really good. And I guess kind of through osmosis, I picked it up. And um, yeah, it started off just as a bit of fun. And then, yeah, I didn't really race until maybe like two years ago. And then I kind of thought racing was pretty fun. And, so um, what sort of distance yeah. races did you start with? Oh, gosh, my, first, my very first running race was the Great Ocean Road Marathon and that was back when I was in my early 20s. Yeah, um, yeah that was a really good experience, that one. I kind of went in with no pressure, not really knowing what I wanted to do. I remember people kept asking me, what, like, what sort of time do you want to run? And I was like, maybe sub four hours. Mm-hmm. And... Um, did that race with no Garmin, nothing, like didn't know what I was doing. And I ended up running it in three, I think 13. So I was, yeah, that, that was my first. I think um, running without a Garmin can, can be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And that, that was a long time ago now too. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of had a long break from running for a while, a few injuries, a few niggles. And then, yeah, started trail running, like maybe about two and a half years ago. And really, really loved that. Um, and then, yeah, signed up for a few races. I don't, I don't think I've done heaps, but so how did yeah, you? Just, um, 
find out about trail running? Did you meet people who were doing them or? Um, probably through social media, mm. I'm going to say. I, I, my, my first trail race was Gold Rush. Oh, yeah. Uh, out at yeah. Um, yeah. And then what did I do next? And then, then I did two bays um, after that. Uh, so, yeah, that was my first big one and sort of went into that pretty underprepared and I, I ran that in just over six hours. So it's a big PB for me. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. So when was the first time you ran two bays? That was two years ago. Okay. And yeah. do you think being having been a ballerina um, gives you better, you know, balance for the trails and, you know, and leg strength and all that sort of stuff and coordination? I wish I could say that, but I can't say that. Um, no, if anything, I think it sets you up really well for solid work ethic, yeah. um, and a respect for your body as well. Like you, you learn how to hurt doing ballet too. Oh, I can it's imagine. It's a huge physical endeavour, but yeah. you have to make everything look pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Smiling I mean, through the probably, pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, you just, well, you, so was this the second time you ran two bays or have you run it? In the no, that was the no. second time I ran the PB. Yeah. yeah, so you've just run it and run a PB and won it in a time yes. of five hours and 15 minutes. So that's what, yes. nearly an hour PB. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is awesome. So congratulations. Thank um, you so much. Can you talk to us about how the race went? Did you go into it hoping to win um, or um, hoping to PB or what was your, your race strategy? Yeah, so it was probably a little bit of a last-minute sign-up. Um, I, I thought I might be at the pointy end of the competition, but, like, I didn't know as well. I'm sort of feeling my way through running at the moment and just working out how far I can push myself, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, what I need to work on. So, yeah, I, I actually had no idea what time I might run. I knew what I'd run two years ago, and I just wanted to go out there and have a crack and run a fairly even race um, and just sort of go as hard as I could and, and see where that finished me. And do so, you yeah. feel that you did run an even race, like with your um, effort it was even? I, so, so going into the race, my strategy probably changed a little bit. I went in with a couple of needles, a couple of hamstring needles, mm. and I think my original plan was probably to run the first half a little easier, but knowing that my hamstrings were niggly, I didn't know what I would have in the back half. So I probably went out a little bit harder and that worked out okay for me. Um, yeah, the, the, the back half was pretty hard. <laughs> I, was, so, I was in a bit of pain. Yeah. yeah, so because, um, I mean, I've had hamstring issues before and I find that downhill hurts and, and like when you trip on roots and that and you put your foot down. Uh, yeah. You know, so were you having those sorts of issues? Uh, yeah, nice little bit of knife pain. Um, downhill was actually a little bit better. It was, okay. it was almost whenever I had to change my rhythm. So when you get hit yeah. with the stairs and you've got to change that muscle action, that's, that's when I ran into trouble a little bit. But, yeah, yeah the mind is pretty strong and, and yeah, I, I just kept pushing. I didn't know what the start of the race would feel like either. So going in, I think I'd run once that week and I just really focused on resting and trying to let everything settle. 
So standing on the start line, I had no idea what my body was going to feel like. I didn't know if the first two Ks were going to be pain-free or if the Mm. whole race was. And unfortunately, the first couple of steps hurt. Um, So I knew I was in the long haul. But I don't know, like it's, it's still such a privilege to be out there running and racing and you just try and embrace the moment and have a really good time out there. So can I ask how you push through that when so many people would go, oh, well, clearly it's not my day or, you know, blah, 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 or, you know, I'll take it easier. How, I know from your ballerina days it, that would have helped, but what goes through your head to help you work through that? Yeah, so I was really lucky. I had a great support crew. Um, my parents came down to watch. So they were at every aid station. So nice. I was just like, get to the next aid station, get to the next aid station. Um, and also, like, I was just hungry. I just wanted to do the best that I could. Like, I, I wanted to see how far I could push my body. Um, and I wanted to have a crack. And I also knew that this could be the last time I was going to run for a while. I suspected I would be out injured for a while. So I thought, let's just make the most of it. Yeah. And so, so I guess that's how I got there. I also had on the back half, I was lucky enough to run with somebody that kept me company and kept the positive vibes flowing. Um, Who was that? And also, um, first name Disco, last name Jules. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and what else? Or maybe some ibuprofen at about forty k's. That that yeah. helped a lot. <laughs> it did. It did help. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I remember yeah. it about forty k's. It wasn't just my hamstrings, so it was all um up in my lower back as well. Yeah. And the yeah. ibuprofen helped the lower back pain. Maybe not so much the hamstrings because that's more tendon, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I, I, look, I know we don't promote using ibuprofen, but I guess that was towards the end of the race. So, and and you were obviously hydrated and know what you're doing and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, I was desperate. <laughs> yeah, there's I that too, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. No, um, you won um, the prom 44K six weeks or so before that. Did you have hamstring issues then or did it come up no. in between? Uh, uh, I've had left hamstring issues that I've managed for about a year now, but my other hamstring had been fine. So this is part of the problem, I think. I ran Wilson's prom, didn't have a down week, didn't take enough rest time and just kept pushing because I kind of I won that and I was excited about yeah, maybe signing up for two days and I just wanted to go. And um, that probably didn't, that was to my detriment. Uh, well, like not, not completely, obviously, because you uh, won. <laughs> Yeah. But, um, so, so did your win at the prom um, convince you to em- enter two bays? Did it? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There were a few comments from people that I respect that said a runnable trail is probably going to yeah. work really well for you, and there is probably no more runnable trail than two bays. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and having done it before as well, it's it's nice to run it again and compare and see where you're at if you've improved. And, yeah, obviously I had. Yeah, well, very definitely. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Carolyn Gavin came second uh, and she won it last year. Did she push you in this? So much. Like, respect to her. Mm. She She went out hard at the start. And I like, I love that in a runner too, when they run aggressively, like it's, it was not easy to run a negative split, but to kind of go hard from the start, like that's aggressive. And I like that. 
Mm. Um, so she led for the whole of the first half. And oh, okay. then coming back, I caught her going up one of the climbs. And then we sort of leapfrogged for a bit there. Um, so, yeah, she, she pushed me so hard. And towards the end, in the last six Ks, I think I knew I was in front, but I had no idea how far in front I was. And she's a, she's a bloody good runner. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, was, I ran scared. And even, like, that last finish shoot, I was just expecting her to blast past me. <laughs> I feel like, I got this, I've got it. <laughs> Running scared is a horrible feeling, but it really pushes you to, to achieve your best, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, it does. No, she she ran she ran really well, and yeah, had me running scared. <laughs> so you talked about um, two bays being runnable trail, and, and it definitely is. It's a, it's a trail race, but it suits road runners. Are you? Do you find that you're better at um, sort of easy trail, or do you like technical? What is your strength when it comes to trail running? Yeah, I'm sort of working all that out at the moment. Um, I I do. I, I like the runnable trails. Um, technical downhill is uh, definitely needs a lot of work. Um, but I do love getting out to some of those great places too and having those big days out, like the Grampians and Lurdy, and that's been really fun. So I'm happy to, like, play around with training a bit, try some different things, see what works, what doesn't work. And, yeah, it's a, it's a good way of working on your weaknesses too, yes. making you a good runner yeah yeah and so during the race um what did you do for nutrition and hydration so i think i got through six gels uh, is that all and about two water yeah that's all okay yeah i i had other stuff with me but i just yeah i didn't need it i yeah i'm a big fan of eating a lot the day before i know that's not for everybody because you can Mm. feel a bit heavy and blah but um I love it. It's my eating day. I'm pretty sure I put away about a kilo of Rocky Road the night before. Yes, I read that in one of your posts. Fast, yeah. yeah. Yep. So you, so you um, <clears throat> eat by feel. Yeah. Although that that's that's kind of hard um, in in a faster race, I think, mm. because I don't really feel like eating for any that's of it, right. and that's why just work well for me on a or during a race or a run where you're going quickly because you can just kind of get them down. Um, Because the male winner, I spoke to him yesterday and he was saying, you know, Matt was saying that he was having gels every 20, 25 minutes or whatever it was. Like he was timing it and sticking to a schedule. But you obviously don't do that quite so much. Not yet, but it could be something I look at doing and working on as well. Yeah. But, man, did you see the time he ran? I know, right. (laughs) so well yeah yeah Crazy definitely food. so um what was your training like for for this race yeah I had a really good block going into it so I think it was a, a good solid 12 weeks um average case per week was probably 100 to 130 yep um two weeks before I had a really good week um down in Hobart so that, so that was great. I think that was about 130 Ks and heaps of elevation too. And it was just fun being somewhere different. Yeah. Um, I do strength training. So twice a week. Yep. That's great. I think that's so important. Yeah, it is. It just sort of helps to keep those niggles at bay. And, and again, just identifying what your weaknesses are, working on those and making mm. you a better all-round runner. Um, yeah. So strength training twice a week, 
like fairly big mileage, I guess. Um, obviously the 10 days, like I was saying to you before, going into two bays, I had to back right off due to a couple of hamstring niggles. But do you um, think that actually made you fresher perhaps? Yeah, an enforced taper. Mm. It, it, yeah, to, to some degree, but I, I could feel that I hadn't run for a while, sort of yeah. at the start of the race. But I guess you have 56 Ks to warm into it as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would do that sort of taper again. <laughs> but like they say, it's better to go in underdone yes. than overdone. So, so perhaps it did work in my favour. Yeah. And so do you do um, speed work and that sort of stuff or tempo runs? I, yeah, I did. And COVID actually forced me into that. Um, so before that, I yeah, I didn't really have a set schedule for my running. And then I did start including that. And I, like, I'd have a, a tempo or a threshold session and then I'd do some shorter intervals. And that's when I really started noticing huge improvements in my running. Like my, my times were just dropping and yeah, yeah. it will be something. So before that you just ran by, by feel? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm. I, I maybe lacked a little bit of self-belief. I didn't think that I could be a good runner. Um, but yeah, but so, so when COVID hit, just, yes, yeah, having a schedule and sticking to it and sticking to those two speed sessions, yeah, mm. it, it really, it really helped. But before that, yeah, just running for fun, getting out to beautiful places and enjoying it. Yeah. Yes. Do you I think, guess, um, do you think the speed work also perhaps contributed to the hamstring? Uh Yes, but only through lack of glute strength, probably me not doing enough glute strength exercises and building that symmetry within the body that you kind of need if you're running huge kilometre weeks. Yeah. But no, I, I think, yeah, if, if you want to run fast, you need to do fast training too. Yes, no, I completely agree. And, um, and you were speaking just before about, you know, warming up into the 56Ks. Do, for a race like that, do you do a warm-up? No, no, you just no. I didn't do a bang off the line. All. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know, maybe a few nervous twitches. <laughs> no, do you I, get nervous yeah. before a race? So nervous. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do. I I don't know why. I think I does just it, put a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, of course. And does it um, disappear once you start, or does it continue for a bit? I'm gonna say. <laughs> Probably the first 10K is of two oh, wow. days I felt nervous. Um, and, and then it sort of, it abated. But, yeah, I, I'm definitely a nervous sort of person. Well, and it shows that, you're, that, you, that you care, that you want to do well. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it's, it's a good thing. If you weren't nervous, that, that's probably not a good thing, if you ask me anyway. So, yeah. um do you have a, a high point you can share with us from the race and, and possibly even a low point if you do? I mean, you might a not. Point. Um, probably like the high point was definitely crossing the finish line. Like to me, looking back, that still feels so surreal. It's something that I never thought would happen. Um, but also like seeing friends and family along the way, it, was, it, it gave me more lift than, yeah, yeah ever have realized 
Um, so my parents' face is popping up and then being able to run the back half with somebody as well that kept me going. Like that was pretty special to be able to share that. Um, low light was definitely at 40Ks when the pain in my lower back kicked in. Yeah. Pretty sure I had a little bit of a cry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you've just got to keep a positive mind frame, I guess, and just, yeah, just head down and keep going. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I said before, it was just so good to be out there with other people, being able to race. And as much as you can complain about injuries and niggles or the day not going how you wanted to, like it's a privilege. Yeah, I mean, I think um, COVID has certainly made us realise how awesome it is to be able to race. Yeah, yeah, so much. And, and, and be around other people as yeah. well. Yeah. There's plenty of places that don't have that. No, and be exactly. allowed to travel, to go and race. Like yeah. it wasn't that long ago. Couldn't even do that. Yeah, well, that's right. Within our 5K zone, how did you cope with that? Yeah, well, I was a little bit different because I'm from Geelong. Oh, okay. So our lockdown wasn't quite the same as yours. Yeah. But, like, I was okay with it. As long as, as soon as you get your head around it and you go, it's okay, I'm just going to have to stick to the road stuff for a while. Mm. Like, there, there's positives to take out of that too. So, yeah, like, I, I, I did okay with the lockdown. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, um, you know, we spoke about how uh, crossing the finish line in first place was um, was your high point. Can you explain to us? Because, you know, a lot of people won't get that opportunity, what it feels like to, to cross as the first female. Uh, I'm going to say relief was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Those last I don't know, two kilometres, I think I said in a post as well, were just like microwave minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, this the longest minutes on earth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was relief. And then I don't know if I can say this, but like pride. I, yeah. I was really, I was proud of myself for pushing through that pain. Like it was a slog. It was a hard run, probably one of the hardest runs I've done. Um yeah, yeah. So I, I was proud and I, I was really grateful as well to have such a good support crew around me and people wishing me well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, well, you did really well and, and I think um, you, sh you should be proud. <clears throat> Thank so, you. And how did it compare, it feeling-wise, like when you ran, just in general, how did it compare to the first time you ran two days, other than the hamstring issues, obviously? The, the first time I ran it, I was a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Um, and I just had no idea about trail running as yeah. well. I was pretty experienced. And I, I do remember, though, um, the first time I ran it, being so proud of my time as well, mm. of what I achieved. Because, like, 56 k is still a long a great way. time. Yeah. Yeah. But this was a completely different experience as well. Like I went in wanting to have a crack and yeah. thought I might be a chance at the podium as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so there was a little bit more pressure. But, yes, yeah, so, still such good memories for both of them, just, yeah. just very different experiences. So um, now you were saying that you were thinking that you probably will have to have some time off running. Does it look like that's yeah. going to have to happen? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've tried a couple of runs since then and it, it just doesn't feel right. The pain isn't great. Mm. So I'm going to work with my osteopath, um, 
get back on board with the strength training, but also just give myself, give my body some time to heal. Like it's yeah. a big race. It's a, it's a runnable trail race. So it take, I think it takes a lot out of you. So oh, I would definitely agree. Yeah, eat and sleep and rest and do all the fun things and regroup, yeah. um, get over the niggles and then maybe have a think about what could be next. Yeah. So would you do some cross-training and that sort of stuff? Oh, totally, yeah. Like when I say rest, I mean rest from running. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not I knew what you meant. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll jump on the bike. I'll probably do some swimming. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, get back on board with the strength training because I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like strength training too. A lot of runners don't, and I, I don't understand that. I think it's um, – I quite enjoy it. It doesn't give you the same endorphin rush. No. Yeah, that's true. But it makes you feel strong and it makes you feel powerful, and that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, I, I would agree. As a ballerina, did you do a lot of strength training? Uh, yeah, m- most of it is strength training. Mm. Um like a, a tiny bit would be aerobic, but it's all those like micro muscles that you're working and, and teaching day in, day out. Like most of it is strength work. Mm. We're just awesome. strong in a different sort of way, I think. Yeah. And, and ballerinas would focus a lot on flexibility. Would you find that that's not so necessary for running? <clears throat> yeah, As in you don't I want have- to be too flexible. Exactly. Yeah, I have to be careful with that. I think having done ballet for so long, my body moves in a different way to other people and I probably am a little bit more flexible and that's why it's so important for me to do my strength work Mm. so that the muscles can support the range of movement. But, yeah, yeah, ballet is such an interesting one, isn't it? You need everything. Yeah, strength, artistry. Well, they say it's one of the um, like the hardest sports, you know, and and ballerinas or, you know, are one of the fittest athletes, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard going. Yeah, it's really tough, especially from a young age. No temptations to go back. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, in your training, what was the longest run that you did was it was it the 44k at the prom as as part of your training yeah it was and and apart from that I don't think I did many runs that were over 30ks yeah um yeah which which is different to how I've ever trained before I was always like your long runs have to be really really long but this time yeah I did it very differently so the, the speed work was important learning to hurt on your tempo or your thresholds Mm. was really important and still getting out on the trails running yes. the hills not just hiking them yeah, yeah. It, it's easy to get into the hiking the hills mode which is useful for some races but definitely not for, for totally. two days yeah 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 if you want to run it quickly you need to be able to run the hills yeah, yeah. and so what caused this change in your in your training was it just the COVID effect or you know why did you reduce your long run length um yeah a little bit but it it was also sort of dictated by my personal life a little bit too um so what I had time to do where Mm. I was what I was doing and I was probably just lucky that it worked in my favor um if I was training for two days again I might have done some longer runs but I didn't always get the opportunity to well sometimes less is more so they say yeah, yeah. So um, in, in regards to, to your training as well, like 
a lot of people focus on nutrition and that sort of thing. Do you follow any particular nutrition style or not? Um, I'm pretty, yeah, I, I feel like I'm pretty balanced. I'm pretty good during the week, but then I'm not afraid to have fun as well. Like yeah. I love a dirty cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> That's good. And I, I just think, yeah, I think that's so important to have that balance there. And to enjoy life because if you, yeah, if you're so perfect and you make your life all about running, if it's ever taken away, you kind of have nothing and you forget how to enjoy life. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty balanced with what I, with what I eat. I think I do notice though, like if you don't eat well for a day, like the inflammatory response for me yeah. is pretty huge. Um, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but like, I just feel it in my joints and yeah. It's definitely not something I'd do every day, but yeah. yeah it, and I agree it. with you. I think it's, it, you, you want to be able to live life. Not everything should be hard work, including your diet, you know? I mean, you work yeah. hard in the running and yeah. Yeah, food is fun. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Half the reason I took up running, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so um, what's, you said you're, you're going to think about what's next. What, what is next for you? I'm really not sure. I've had a few people ask me this. Um, I think I'm going to see how long it takes my body to heal, then have a look at the racing calendar, play around with some training and see what feels good, see what works for me. Um, I, I'm really not sure. And I promise you I'm not being cagey with that answer. I, yeah, I, I don't know. So do you a, think a you'll stick ago, with, the, um, with, with the ultras or sort of marathon distance? I feel like at the moment I sort of like that 50k distance um further down the track I definitely like to do an ultra some of me does like the idea of working on speed at the moment while I still have it um like a sub three hour marathon calls as well yeah yeah I I think I think and and a sub three hour marathon really transfers the speed transfers over to a 50k as well it does yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, it. yeah, I think that that's a, a good goal because it, it will work in your favour for everything. So when mm-hmm. you say an ultra, are you thinking maybe at some point in a few years, maybe 100K, 100 miler? I think so. I think I'd like to try it. Mm. I, yeah, I don't mind trying different things. I think um, with your um, mindset, the longer races would, um, would be good because you, you're, you're strong mentally. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'll have to have a play around with it and have a bit of a look. Yeah. What do you do next? Um, uh, I'm I'm plan. I've I've got an FKT planned for um, April because I can't go to Barclay, and um, yeah. so that's about 280 kilometers. But then um, a last man standing race later in the year. So I'm into yeah. the long stuff, you know. Yeah. My, cool. Yeah, my sub three hour marathon days are behind me. Unfortunately, they're just a memory. <laughs> <laughs> you have bigger things to conquer now yeah well you know you have to change your goals it's like once you've done one thing you have to find a new goal I personally find are you a bit the same like that yeah yeah I think so yeah it's just fun trying different things and seeing yeah. what you enjoy and yeah being open-minded to different experiences yeah and and I certainly find and you'll probably find this well you might approach it differently but doing the sub three hour marathon that was so incredibly painful that um running on the trails was just so much more attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, true. You know, yeah. so but you might find you love it and you're um you want to keep going with that. But um I think it's you've got to give it a crack. It's worth giving it a crack. So yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's right, you know. And um <clears throat> so so you're so you're having some time to recover and then you're going to um to focus on on finding something next. So hopefully we can uh, follow on and see what you're doing. Where can people follow you if they're interested in seeing what's next for you? Uh, I'm on Instagram a little bit. So that's under my name at Tegan Gill, T-E-G-A-N-G-E-A-L-L. And that's about the only form of social media I'm on or Strava. (laughs) Yeah, which which is unusual in in this day. Why, Why is that, that you're not all over it? All over. Oh, I probably was for a while and then, I don't know, I just I lost interest in yeah. it, I guess, and maybe put my energy into, into other things. Yeah. 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 I don't want to sound too cheesy, but being present in the moment in other areas of life. Yeah. Yep. No, that's not cheesy at all. I think it's, it's <laughs> very valid and, and important. So good on you. Thank you. <laughs> all righty. Well, I'll put your... Um, link to insta if, if you're happy with that so people can That's follow you fine. and sure. put that in the show notes all righty well thank you so much for talking with us with us and congratulations once again on your race it was awesome thank so you so much no worries. <laughs> thanks, thanks bye bye I cannot believe Tegan ran the whole race in pain from her hamstrings. She clearly has a lot of mental strength to get through that and win. I'm sure she will be back stronger and better than ever soon enough. Have a great week of training and racing if you're lucky enough.